y'all, it's Sarah Dawn. This week, the very last episode of We Them on Angst airs. I wanted to say a quick thank you for being such a wonderful audience for the past year and a half as I've learned the ropes of podcasting. I'm sorry the podcast is ending, especially as the S&P seems to be ramping back up again, but I'm also glad I had this experience. I wanted to thank past and current staff for being an awesome support system, and Holler Studios for creating such a welcoming community for myself and other teen podcasts out there. If you listeners ever want to work with me on a podcast, please reach out to Howler Studios for more information on teen podcasting. I might be ending this pod, but I won't be going anywhere. See you soon. Welcome back to another episode of We Live on Angst, the Ultimate Dreamers and P Fan Podcast. I am your host, Sarah Dawn, and today, guests Bo and Nord join us for our 34th episode, Marco Polo. <laughs> And I saw other people saying for Schlott, it was, he's in a gym and the idea is he needs to step up because he could have been a great leader. He just was so like strong on indulging on his own interests. So like the idea of like stepping up and being strong because Schlott, I think could have been a good leader and Mm -hmm. then just did it. He also didn't learn. He's just chilling with his dad. (laughs) He also (laughs) didn't learn. And then Tommy, I saw some people saying that it was like, it was meant to 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 be like you don't need to see this bigger picture of like you don't have to be the hero anymore like you can just calm down there's nothing to see anymore you're you're dead just chill which first of all for a child who is very claustrophobic i don't putting him in the void wasn't great yeah (laughs) yeah mumzo what was that (laughs) (laughs) it would have to be her right who's like setting up isn't she the goddess of death yeah she's the goddess of death it had yeah, could you I imagine Mumza, Mumza just like Mumza like, and was like, did you make an album about with like trains in the back like, here? Damn, I'll give I you really trains. I like that aesthetic. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> she saw Mexican Dream and just handed him a bag of cocaine and walked away. <laughs> <laughs> good for Mumza. Good for Mumza. <laughs> So they're playing solitaire, which first of all, I used to play that game so much. I was so lonely. <laughs> no kidding. I don't know how to play solitaire. That shows how great I am. You and your friends. No. <laughs> you are my friend. Aw. I think you can play with other people. I never have. Well, you can play competitive, competitive solitaire. Yeah, so yeah. he's speeding. Competitive yeah, it's a speed is... run. It's like who can finish yeah, the game race. fastest. It's whoever, yeah, it gets rid of overcome. Oh yeah, the word's race. I'm, I'm watching too much dream art. <laughs> dude, dude, dude. But yeah. yeah so so I've playing... never played solitaire by myself. But it is like, I, I think it's a good game. Who gave him cards? Who gave him cards in hell? Did he have <laughs> cards like, when cards. he died? Like, did Mumza hand it to him and was like, here, you're dead, might as well? Or like, can you can you manifest stuff in death? Or were like, when he died, did he have cards in his pockets? Which like, raises some odd questions. Can, I just think he can manifest things. I think it'd be really funny if he had cards in his pockets when he died. Like, he was like, my Lamanbergfield, like, tossing around a deck of cards. <laughs> <laughs> my Lamanbergfield, is this your card? And then I Phil's just like, it is my card. Was it a queen of hearts? And Phil's like, oh my god. <laughs> I hate it here. The, the 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 shovel that was in his hand when he pressed the button was actually supposed to be referencing to a spade. Oh, <laughs> I see what you did I've done it. I've connected the dots. <laughs> he's, just, he's just playing with spades. 
Also, this is around the time that I think only speak. I think this is I think this is also around the time that Wilbur came back slightly to the writing team. So I think a big part of the reason he had Salter cards was to start foreshadowing Quackity, who is like oh, yeah. I think our next big antagonist. I like would imagine. Gambling. Yeah, with the gambling, but also like cards are like a heavy part of his imagery of like how people yeah. draw him, and I think he noticed that, and like Wilbur also noticed that when they were like looking probably through like how the fans reacted to their characters, and. I, I have a feeling that that was coordinated, that they make such a big point of playing, you know, Wilbur's yeah. with cards. He has cards. And also, the game Solitaire is about just one-upping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The cards it's, beneath. It's about, like, putting a better card on top of an already good card and then putting mm-hmm. a better card on top of that. But he's also really very alone. into his and Quackity's new dynamic. Yeah, yeah, they're oddly romantic Anyways, dynamics. this is the r- wrong arc. But also, okay, wait, I'm not done. I'm not done. But like, Damn it. the thing about Salt, uh, he talks a lot about the fact that he was alone on the train station. Mm-hmm. Like when he comes back, he's just like, man, I'm I'm so alone here. He was. He's playing a card game that you can only play alone, despite the fact that there's yeah. Schlatt and there's Mexican Thanks. Dream and Tommy yeah. there. He's still playing the solo game, which I think is really interesting. As, and like, he's, a look at like he is trying to get Tommy to play it as well, but Tommy's it's not working. Like, no, I mean Tommy can't, can't see anything yeah. anyways. How would he play? Yeah, exactly. I'm literally blind. <laughs> he has blind. to feel around for the cards, and he just. Well, I mean, they're all they're all in so different limbos, but can they just hear each other, or can they actually like physically interact with each other? I think uh, Wilbur. Wilbur said that he could see him. So to Wilbur, like his brother is just like walking into pillars, I guess, <laughs> just like meandering around the train. <laughs> That's actually kind of funny, but also really sad if you think it's about very it. Sad. But like. He must have looked really lost his entire time in limbo. Wilbur's just like, Tommy! He's Tommy, over Tommy. here! Marco, Marco Polo! Marco Polo! Okay. <laughs> Marco Polo! Marco. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I need to draw that now. I'm getting drawing ideas. But like, I know, me too. Wilbur hadn't seen Tommy in his eyes for like a, a few years. So he could have very well just assumed that Tommy went blind. While, the, while he was away, yeah. which is a really sad thought. But also, why did he try getting him to play solitaire with him? So he could cheat and win. <laughs> he just wanted to win. Soul. Oh my goodness. Um, but yeah, they're playing solitaire. Um, and then, you know, Wilbur's just going on about it. And Tommy just is like, shut up. And then he can't hear Wilbur anymore. He's like, no, please keep talking about solitaire yeah which is really sad mm-hmm. it's like he's lonely yeah the shows. fact that he was like no stop talking about that i don't want to hear it and then once he his voice starts to fade out he's like no wait like it's better than nothing it's mm-hmm. a it's a it's a really interesting reflection of his character of uh, like his whole thing has always been like i push you away but you better stay while i'm doing that <laughs> like i'm gonna be like i hate you but it's affectionate. It's an affectionate I hate yeah. you. And he has like very strong like abandonment issues, which is really showing yeah. in the third season. And I think it's really I interesting. Push that people he... away and then hate them for leaving. Yeah, but like this I can't thing. What that's from. I think it's Rick and Morty. I, it, no, it's, it's Detective third... Pikachu. I was going to say certain reasons why, because it's the home. No, it's like... Detective Pikachu. I told you to leave, <laughs> but you didn't stay. Detective Pikachu. <laughs> when he's trying to figure out what the um, what the Amaimon is saying. <laughs> he's like, motion, motioning, shove it. <laughs> I don't know. Pikachu. 
like interprets it as <laughs> constantly push people away and then hate them for leaving. <laughs> That's just Tommy. But I think it's really interesting. Sweet movie references. I think it's really interesting that it's like it's basically his last words he says to Wilbur the no please keep talking about salt air which he does still say in an aggravated tone but then he goes like in a much softer tone will like he he's checking he's checking to see if mm-hmm. he's there and he doesn't and, and then, then dream responds is like Tommy which wake up and that terrifying. is a terrifying yeah, yeah. It's so, it was man. so stress inducing I was like dude I will stare at this black screen if we can please just keep having can we just talk. Yeah. I don't want dream. What I, I was it. what I was really scared of was uh when he starts talking. I'm kind of skipping ahead in, in the bullet points, but when he starts, there's quite a few of them, so right, thank you. When he starts talking about um how he could experiment on Tommy to learn how death works and like kill him over and over again and like revive him every time to so that they could learn more Which about he death. can't do he was literally just using that as a scare factor no but here's the thing here's the thing tommy canonically spends a month in the prison after they after he yeah. dies so it is still up in the air if dream killed him uh over like once. again yeah more than once we still don't know now wilbur hasn't said anything but here's the thing schlatt mentioned him multiple times times. right so what if he just went to a different limbo each time Uh (laughs) took took turns so yeah no there there's a high chance that that wasn't tommy's only death and that was just his only on-screen death first of all god damn it sam (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Sam. Sam! this is when we all started disliking him (laughs) this was the beginning of the end for sam (laughs) I thought he was forgivable because he comes and does eventually save Tommy, but then he but just cut off fair. someone's arm. And then he <laughs> cut off Pong's arm. Pong didn't deserve that. Pong did nothing wrong. Pong did nothing wrong. Did he Sorry. work with the egg? Yeah, but like he deserved it. Like, good for him. Punk. Sorry. This is We're getting off topic. So Tommy's back to life and Dream's like, I'm a god. And I'm like, you're literally not. Oh, but there's there's canon proof of why why he thinks he's a god. Besides Mm -hmm. the fact that he thinks he's very powerful, he's literally has the same name as a god. Like Dream Mm -hmm. XD, an actual deity is there. And I think that, like, I think it's very possible that Dream had met XD before and was like, oh man, I could be so powerful. Yeah. This is my name now. I am a god. Like, this is a prophecy. And this is who I'm meant to be. I'm going to be, like, a god of Which, life and death. First of all, I've met some people named after Greek gods. By some weird coincidence, all of them have been massive pricks. So, <laughs> Never um, name your kid after a Greek god. What about you, Dream? Well, I mean, your name's Grey, and you're very colorful. I've met you before. I know. So. I'm fruity like that. <laughs> <laughs> So, so um, th- th- he does have the whole, like, I'm a god spiel. That bit is is uncomfortable. There's so many uncomfortable lines relating to how Tommy and Dream view each other. But, like, but I think in what's... a good way. Because it's, like, really, it's all really well done. They oh they do it so well like the the writing team and like the 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 people who play them like the actual streamers they've done a, a, a amazing job of of depicting an abusive relationship uh, mm-hmm. but it it is very painful to watch 
Um, but I think one one bit is when Tommy says he needs to kill Dream and Dream like eggs him on and Tommy can't do it and it, it's like oh shoot like even if he doesn't care about Wilbur anymore he's he is he can't take out his anger on yeah. on his like literal abuser mm-hmm. and it it's a it's a really sad scene and it's really sad to watch <laughs> yeah. um well we have 10 minutes left on the meeting again a speed run um, let's go let's finish it. Um, <laughs> so so tommy survived and they're just hanging out and yelling at each other about death um and they only have one potato left and tommy burns a bunch of them because He's just like I I wouldn't be in the best headspace either, man. Let's be real. Exactly with the fact that it could have been like multiple, multiple months over there. I've seen Mm -hmm. some people talking about the fact that it's very possible that Dream starved him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Which is very sad. If I can't have food, neither can you. Well, think about it. Every time he gets revived, he gets back to full health and and hunger. So he can just starve someone and then bring them back. Yeah. And um, never have to give him food. So Sam Sam shows up to we assume bring Dream some more food. Like Sam hates Dream, but he's still gotta feed the prisoner. Yeah. Um but and Tommy was like, ah Sam, Sam, let me out. Um Sam was like, huh? Like what well, <laughs> okay. I'm hallucinating again. <laughs> <laughs> again. <Hey, you> <laughs> The last one was um, when he hallucinated the head punk's love. If Sam came to feed Dream multiple times, was Dream just killing Tommy every time before Sam showed up? No, there's actually an explanation for that one. He cut off his food supply. Oh yeah, that's right, that's right, I forgot. So he just didn't come to feed him until then. (laughs) Which is more proof that Dream probably starved Tommy. Am I feeding my head cannons? Yeah, but he wasn't feeding Tommy. He wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> so so okay. Tommy starts screaming at Sam, which honestly, I would have done that too. Like, yeah. He was, like, outside of the prison. He had promised on multiple occasions to protect Tommy. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you'd Tommy think you'd come to recover the corpse. Watch. You'd think you would, like, like, if we're talking in, like, a canon sense... You would think he would come to recover the body of Tommy. Because Tommy, like, he doesn't have a canon family, but he definitely has people that care about him that would mm-hmm. want to bury him. And, like, there's so many graves for him, but there's no body. And you would think, like, as Tommy, imagine how hurtful that would be that your body, like, not only were you beat to death, but no one came for you afterwards. Yeah. yeah. That that must really hurt. Yeah, man. I'd, I'd slap Sam upside the head. <laughs> Good. Don't you leave me in there with that freak? Anyway. I would join you. I would show up, <laughs> teleport in the prison, and, and, and punch him. Okay. So, yeah, no, I'd uh-huh. be out of that prison, man. Um, so Sam lets him out, and then Tommy just explodes. Like, you you let him kill me and everything. Um, and, yeah, you know, Sam's he just did. like, what is going on? <laughs> like, you should be dead. And Tommy's like, screw you. <laughs> He knew about the revived book. There's really no reason for him to be like, oh, why, why is this But I mean, no one's, been, no one's been revived before. True. That's the only reason they arrested Dream, supposedly. But <laughs> you would think that Sam would, like, connect the dots and be like, oh, shoot, the reason we kept this prisoner alive did the thing. 
did. And why hadn't they gone to Dream beforehand and just said, revive Tommy? Exactly. And exactly. Here's the thing. I like I've seen a lot of people say, like, oh, he was like he was grieving and he wanted to like like you know, like grieve this this kid that had almost become his son. But here's the so thing. Go get his body. Get his body <laughs> and try to save him because you did it before, you idiot. Do some CPR. <laughs> do some CPR. Do anything. Like it would at oh, least be more graceful. It would be a lot more graceful to actually go in and get his body so he can have like an actual funeral instead of the fact that they not only just left him there, but they left him in a hot room. So there's no body to bury oh, after my that. Goodness. That would have smelled anyway yeah he would have decomposed quite a bit (laughs) oh gross gray had given me a graphic description of what would have happened we're not going to get into it but gray did give me a description oh my goodness um so tommy's let out of the prison and he's just walking around seeing how everything's changed um, there are all these like memorials up there are and he's like he just wants to deny the fact that he died the only one he liked was Eret, and that was pretty funny because Eret made the worst statue. I love them, but they really made the worst statue. <laughs> but yeah, but the thing is, Tommy's like totally in denial over the fact that he was dead, really. So seeing all like these statues being like in loving memory of Tommy and, and him just being like, no, like I'm not dead, I'm here. So screw yeah. all these people. I think another thing though is that no one came for him until yeah. he was gone. Like no one and cared. Now everyone's it- like, oh, this poor little thing. Yeah, exactly. He was so great. They were all pitying him. Yeah. yeah, and 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 I can see why he's upset by that. Like I've seen people call like him selfish, but he's not. Like yeah. not only did he just go through like a huge traumatic experience, but no one recovered him even after his death. They just pretended that they that they cared a lot by by making the statues. I do think Foolish and Puffy and Eric did care quite a bit. Yeah. But you know, Sam could have you know retrieved that body (laughs) just saying sam (laughs) just saying yeah and he comes out and now tubbo's gotten married while he and has a kid (laughs) which is like like, great if i got beat to death and you came back and you had a kid i would be very confused i already have a kid my kid no i've told you i have my own in Minecraft. if i close my eyes it's not real oh how dare you (laughs) <laughs> so i i think one of the best reactions is is quackity because oh it's the only one that seems like everyone else is like so off-putting just this excitement yeah not over the fact that tommy is all right but over the fact that the revival book works yeah i noticed yes, that and get his not really husband back yeah and 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 which is so unsettling when you find out when you put the dots together you're like he wasn't excited he didn't care that tommy was alive he cared that dream brought tommy back to life he saw that there was now a a tool that was real there was proof mm-hmm. but also uh th- what's really interesting is i think why tommy responds so well to it is that quackity has the line of like when he gets really upset because he thinks someone's like cosplaying as tommy and and he's just like hey that's like, not that's funny so take that costume off yeah, and I think Tommy saw that as, like, proof that someone did care about him. 
Which, like, yeah, to an extent, Quackity did care about Tommy. Yeah. But he also is a, a very selfish character. About. Yes, yeah. Well, um, we have a minute 30 left. <laughs> I'm just going to take oh. this time to make Jack Manifold slander. Jack Manifold had a bad reaction. <laughs> yes. Have you seen Moana? Have you seen Moana? I've seen people on TikTok using that audio without like knowing the context, and it's really funny. It's so funny when like anyone uses MCYT and does not know the context because you're just there laughing and people they have, are they're yeah, doing the sir, 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 sir thing, but like for their traumatic experiences. And I'm like, do they know that's him like having a cold? Sir. Are you there? Sir? Sir? <laughs> okay. Do you want do you want to end off the podcast? Yeah, um, like yeah so do you guys really fast want to plug your things? Uh, I'm Noor at Noor Ivy and Avon uh, on Instagram with underscores between every single word. And in there, in my bio, there's my link tree, which has every other social media. I'm gray underscore scales, scales ending with three S's on Instagram. And that is the only social media I'm ever active on at all, even a little bit. Yeah, thank you so much for having us on. Yes, it was yes, so fun having you. It was so it much was fun. So fun. My name is Sarah Dawn, your host, and thank you guys so much for listening. You can find Nor at Nor Ivy and Avon and Bo at Bebo both on Instagram. We Live on Angst is on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at We Live on Angst. Our website is We Live on Angstpod.wordpress.com, and our Discord link is in the description of this episode. As always, thank you to our wonderful staff, Chris, our production assistant, Sky, our stills artist, Shroom and Stormy, our Discord moderators, Sky, our media moderator, Alistair, our TikTok manager, Emma, our show notes writer, and Comment, our newsletter writer. I couldn't do this without them. Once again, thank you for listening to this episode of We Though on Angst. We'll see you next week.